What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Streets the Professor. That's right. Hits off the streets. Raw session. Tonight's show will be sponsored by Red Storm Essentials. Contact Steven Ilizaldi. Red Storm Essentials at Yahoo.com. Tonight, we have a very special guest with us. We're just getting off of work, everybody, so bear with us. We're a little bit stinky, smelly, sticky, but that's just the way it is. And I am honored to have my homeboy with me, my brother, man, Seth. Say what's up, man. What up, y'all? Yeah. Hits off the streets, man. We want to give a big shout out to all our listeners out there. Thank you for your support. This is Raw Sessions. So what's up, Seth, man? Fucking not much, man. How you doing? Good, dog, yeah. man. It's an honor to have you, bro. Oh, I'm pumped to be on, man. Thank you. Like we were talking before and like we did a little pre-podcasting before. Uh, you're the reason why I'm here, man. Oh, man. Fucking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm flattered. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you're here. You know, you're, you're, you're the reason you're here, man. For sure. I mean... I, Sometimes people just need a little bit of inspiration and shit to get their shit going, and I think that's all it really was, man. And, and you were on, like, a bunch of times, and I loved it, and it's just like, I could just see you just like, here, I want to fucking do this. Oh, and it's been great, dog. Yeah, Let me tell you. you did this, though. I mean, this was you, right? Yeah. You just saw something no more different than when you wanted to do music, right? You saw rappers and shit playing and whatever, and you're just like, do I want to do that? Yeah. And then you just did the same thing. Yeah, Monkey sure. see, monkey do. Oh, yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Talking about rappers, uh, when I was coming back to the house, uh, I spotted a <laughs> Ford explorer or ranger you can say with four white boys with the beat going like crazy freestyling it's about 115 outside and my dudes had sweaters and beanies on (laughs) just going at it much love to y'all man yeah they're they're just cool as fuck dude i don't know (laughs) yeah the cold ass honky. I don't know. Yeah, shit. I don't know frosty. either. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was great though. So, uh, Seth, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, dog. Uh, tell everybody what you do, what you do best, and uh, also tell them a little bit about the podcast that got me going too as well. And uh, we'll get the show going. Hits off the streets, man. Brought to you, brought to you by your boy, Streets of Professor at Profe. Hits off the streets. That's right. This is raw, baby. Uh, yeah, a little bit about myself. Fuck, uh, let's see here. I am a nerd. I like IT shit. I've been doing that for pretty much most of my entire life. Um, no, I won't fix your fucking computer for you, but, uh, I know how. Uh, it's kind of like when uh, me and my daughter went to go learn how to do CPR for her class that she had to do. It's like, yeah, I am now trained to do CPR. If I see someone who's having something that might require CPR, I'm probably not going to do it, but I'm probably going to criticize the kid doing it because I now know how to do it correctly. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, fucking we like movies. Uh, we like to talk about movies and me and my friend Ryan and a whole assortment of random rapscallions like yourself. Uh, come on this bitch. It's called the Movie Pit Podcast. Um, right now, I think it's on Spotify. You can find it on Podbean and shit. Got like 40 episodes. Um, we are vulgar and vile and say a lot of awful things. Um, <laughs> so if you got tender, sweet little ears, uh, you probably not want to listen to it. For sure. Because um, the content is very uh, explicit. The films that we cover, most of them are pretty dope, but some of them are kind of God the fuck awful. And so you, you might not want to listen to those ones. Um, but yeah, it's been a blast. Um, 
Shit, I don't know. Uh, that's that's what I do, man. And that's crazy, bro, because like I said, I want to thank you guys, uh, the movie pit. Uh, thank you guys for inviting me. Uh, I was there to watch The Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah that, so that shit was fun. classic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I fell in love with it, and I saw you guys having such a great time with it that I said to myself, you know what? If they can do it, I can do it. And sure enough, uh, one day I took off and I told Seth, hey, man, come show me what I need to get. Uh, told me to go to Guitar City off of Lindsay. Big shout out to the crew there because they were very helpful in uh, helping me out too as well. Yeah, those boys know their shit. Yeah, mo- most definitely. And uh, Seth was cruising around and showing me, hey, you need this, you need that, you need to get that for that and that and that and that. And you know that one magic moment where you just turn Nacho Libre style and you see the white fucking kicks up there and you know that you need to buy the meat and the food for the poor, but you're like, fuck it, I want those kicks. For myself. Yeah. yeah. I saw the pod being cast from Rody, and I was like, boom, there it is. Yeah. Ten minutes later, Seth was out the door. Twenty minutes later, I came out with the fucking box. <laughs> yeah. It was, <laughs> why do birds suddenly yeah. appear and shit, dude? It was just like, oh. It was the calling, and it was yeah. the only one fucking left in the yeah. store. So then mm-hmm. that's when I said to myself, you know what? Fuck it. It was meant to be. Yeah, amen. Hella yeah. meant to be. A- and amen for that, too, because now we're here, and we have a whole bunch of people wanting to listen to what we got cooking and brewing stewing everything oh, dude it's addicting as fuck, oh man. very much so i, I got, got doing it and having people on i i like the, I, that's why i got six people that's why i can have up to six because it's like i even though having that many voices kind of is can be a little overpowering and not everybody gets as much speak time which kind of sucks but i mean it is dope having six different points of views about a movie and the cool thing is it's different ages it's different sexes like and different like just walks of life if you will you know because that's what it's all about like it's you want to hear someone's story oh most definitely that's that's the most addicting part and that's the cool thing about it and that's what i've been trying to explain everybody everybody has a story and that's what my podcast is mostly focused on come on to the show and tell your story yeah because it's fucking awesome getting to know everybody that you bring on and just listening to them you, you you feel what they're feeling and at the same time you get a different sense of mm-hmm. life, you know? Yeah, that's so true. And it's and the cool thing about the podcast platform as well, it's we can be raw, you know what I mean? And we can be in the comfort of your own home, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Or, or the cool thing is it's so dope, you could take it somewhere if you wanted, yeah. you know? Um, but just you're 100% correct. You know, you just kind of get to dive in and sit down and have a one-on-one. How many times? And Because it's almost, it's a conversation, but it's also like an interview at the same time. Most you know, definitely. An and like when you have normal conversations with people at like the bar or whatever, you're like kind of interviewing, but not like this. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, also the thing is that I always think is kind of funny is when people first come on the podcast, they're shy. Oh, yeah. And, uh, having this microphone in front of them and some <laughs> headphones and shit, people don't like to hear the sound of their voice. No. I do. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. So that's fucking, it's, it's cool. But just, you know, you want people to feel comfortable and the reason i'm saying this shit is because like if you're a listener and you're like dude i want to do a podcast or like i want to write a book or i want to go do stand up or like i want to go do something that i maybe have been too afraid to do or whatever like don't like you live one life you need to take every opportunity you have to take your shit outside your comfort zone and just be somebody that maybe you didn't know you could be in a positive light you know as long as you're sharing the love with everybody the whole step of the way and not hurting people but like do your thing like fucking follow your dreams like if you don't take a chance you're not gonna have a chance exactly like you need to do it like you have to and that's why i brought my boy seth onto the show because he speaks the truth and he is very knowledgeable in what he has to say and i love every minute of it because he does not 
only educate others, but he educates me in a huge way. Oh, shit, so, dude. And it's pretty fucking oh, dope because it's life, you know? Life situations. Mm-hmm. Life throws you a fucking bone. Every day. Life throws you different situations, mm-hmm. you know? And life throws you uh, game-changing situations. Yeah. And we both have been in, in that, too, as oh, well, yeah. you know? And we've been doing great with changes, you know? Yeah. And don't be afraid of change. No. That's what I always tell everybody. The only constant is change. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and that's that's the realest. The, the only constant is change, and unfortunately, the only guarantee in life is death. But that, with that being said, it's like if you're born and you know that the, you do have technically a timer, don't don't sit on that time, man. Like you No, because it. uh, I, it's like we said before, life is given to us. It's short. It's only one day away one minute one second away from that's it you know yeah you and who knows like life after are you a believer of life after death um i could get super real with you right now but it's gonna get real awkward yeah okay so <laughs> but it's weird though right because okay, so we're only I, giving so what i believe <laughs> here we go go for it and this is what i'm i want my unknown po- uh, cod pass to f- fucking be about but like what i believe in is like uh I love it. I believe that we are experiencing, we are beings of energy. We are uh, beings of light and love. That's what I believe in, right? That's that's all very real, okay? But that's what we are here in the third dimension. I believe that we are beings that are greater than this in higher elevated dimensions, that we are greater beings coming to the earth into the third dimension, experiencing life as maybe a human, or maybe some cultures believe in you could be a fucking animal or you could be a plant or something. But, right. but the reason they come and they do this is because it's knowledge. It's knowledge for the source. The source is what created all of that is everything. So I do create, I do believe in like a God, but not the Christian God. Yes. I believe in like a God of something that created so much more greater than anybody could ever fucking found. Great point. I just call it the source, right? It's the source that created all. And I love that. So when we're here and we're, we're experiencing this, this shit on earth for as long as we can. And then when we die, we go back and we, we take all the shit that we learned on earth as like this knowledge that we learn that goes for ourselves so that way we can teach others that are, you know, us. So like, for example, like I believe in this isn't my body. I don't believe this is my voice. I don't believe this is my personality. I don't believe that this, these are like my dreams. Yeah. Um, I like, but I do know that when you go to sleep and you DMT starts pumping through your body and shit, you're going to start experiencing different shit. Of course. Um, I mean, DMT is, is so apparent now that scientists are doing studies on the actual DMT realm. They have a whole shit ton of students who are, volunteering to take high doses of dmt this shit that they made and dmt is the chemical that your brain naturally creates when you're born when you sleep and when you die educating yeah so they're they're now doing studies where they can go under the influence of dmt for hours at a time and they come back and they're trying to map the dmt fucking realm crazy so that proves that there's other fucking dimensions that are out there that we can fucking tap into just that thought and it's alone like that's so fucking real like you you to think that to think that we we do have a limited time here on earth and to know that when i leave this place and i get to go report it or whatever that makes you pumped to be alive like you got to take every single second that you can take just to f- every moment every don't take that shit for granted you know what i mean every per- every minute you get to spend with somebody whether it's a minute or an hour long you got to worship every single minute you have with that person because you generally don't know how long it's going to be when you know you're going to be with them now granted if you take all the shit that i just said about you know that's not my body da, 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 none of the shit really matters in that grand scheme but it does because i'm still here i'm still experiencing Hell it, yeah. right so the fact that i know that i've got something greater to go to and that i'm here and i'm happy about it and i'm i'm content with life and but the thing is like i wasn't always like this just like you said yeah. it takes great fucking changes oh yeah i was a very different person I mean, just a little bit ago, I was crazy <laughs> as hell, man. I, I did some insane stuff, and I was 
partying and drinking and all kinds of whatnot. But then Amen. I just, just decided like, yo, it's, it's time to change, you know? And then I just, I found the inner me, yeah. right? I found who I, or I'm trying to discover who I, I am on the inside more than you can't, you can't make anxiety go away. You no. can't make depression go away, you know, I, but you can change how you react to it. But then you can also treat your body in a way that's going to help prevent yourself from feeling anxiety and depression as well. For sure. What I truly believe is how you treat your body is not only how you're going to perceive existence, but it's how you're actually going to like exist. Right. So you treat your body the best that you possibly can. You give it good shit. You tell yourself good things. You wake up and you say, I'm fucking awesome. Right. You say, I'm going to have the best day I've ever had. You wake up. You're like, I'm alive. You know, I know there's some shit that's going to suck out here and there, whatever. But you know what? I'm I'm the fucking creator of my own universe. Yep. It's me. Right. So I got to fucking take today and I got to suck today's dick and make it the best ever. <laughs> make it happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? You, but you got to do that. It's hard, though. It's fucking hard to do that shit. Of course. But you so got to just every day chip at it. Exactly. Little, something little. You got to mold yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It, and like in every other thing, too, you practice, you, you, you know, to get that, to that greatness. Yeah. You have to tell yourself every day, hey, just get up. Just start. You know, it's a, it's a building tool it's a building uh how can you say it it's a you're creating a new habit yeah mm -hmm. so and that's what it needs to become yeah. it needs to become a habit you know well uh, there's many habits of course that we all know of. yeah <laughs> you can have good ones or bad ones yeah, yeah. of course <laughs> um well what i did is when i first started getting into the habit of going to the gym mm -hmm. because like what i heard is like even if you don't go to the gym and work out if you just show the fuck up, you're creating this routine, this habit, if you will, like you're saying. Yeah. So what I would do is I would wake up and I would tell myself, I'm not going to the gym because I want to. I'm doing it because I fucking have to because it makes my mind chill out. And if I don't chill out that mind, I'm going to be crazy. So I have to go work out. I have to get out all of that just extra energy that I have in me. But it was hard. I'd wake up and be like, fuck, dude, I don't want to drive to the gym right now. Right. But I did. And I'd fucking go. And, even, and sometimes I'd only be there for you know, 15, maybe 20 minutes in the steam room. You know what I mean? That's all I would do. And I was like, okay, I did it. I came and I left. Right. Sure. And then, but I did it every day. And then it just became, it's like, okay, now I want to go. Cause it feels good. Yeah. You know? And that's what it becomes. Yeah, for sure. And it's awesome. It's a great feeling guys. I mean, uh, get into the habit of it because you're going to clear all the badness and get all the goodness and create a circle, an aura. What, as you can say, raise uh, your vibration, homie. Yeah, that's for what sure. you do. Big time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And you're going to sooner or later realize, fuck, I've been doing it wrong all this time, but yet it was fun doing it, but yet I'm still having fun without it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's kind of a, a way that I described it. So, so a buddy of mine, and so I, I've been an alcoholic for pretty much my entire life, right? Same here. And I mean, just fucking god awful. And um, once I sobered up, the buddy of mine came to me and he's like, hey, man, He's like, I, I feel like shit right now. And I was like, why, what's up? He's like, I drank last night. And I told him straight up, I was like, dude, you wouldn't feel like shit if you weren't drinking. And he's like, you're right. And this is this is me after only three to maybe six months of sobriety uh -huh. because I'm an alcoholic and all my friends know I am. So they're like, dude, he's not fucking quitting. Yeah. You know I mean? But at the same time, when I did quit, I didn't put it on social media. Yeah. I didn't fucking tell anybody, right? Because I automatically felt like if I told them I'd already done it and I was just going to fail. Of course. Right? Because when you, for some reason, when you tell somebody you've already done something in the future, yeah. you already feel like you've already done it. Yeah. And so I didn't want that. So in order for me to completely 100% be successful on my sobriety, I had to fucking just die like from everything and everybody. But I, I kept telling him i was like dude i feel like i found a cheat code yeah i feel like i found some kind of secret because i'm a video game guy it's like i found like some kind of like idkfa like iddqd just found a fucking dope ass cheat code that gave me god mode and it was just like getting sober and then 
the first year of sobriety was awful for me just because it's, it's a rough transition of course to something that you've done for 15 years of your life you yeah. know and then you're just like okay we're not gonna do it no more <laughs> and your body's like what the fuck is happening bro? right you know uh but when you get over that shit it's 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 a different world dude yeah you are born again yeah you know I mean? most definitely you are a whole different human being than you were prior yeah and it's crazy because the feeling that you just get is just like wow like i could have been doing this a long time the ago. whole time <laughs> yeah you know no. it was that easy oh, but it was not no you it's know? not it's not easy by yeah. any means because like you learning self-control is the greatest gift as a human being you it's can mind-boggling for yourself Man, like self-control, I don't want to eat sugar or, like, I don't want to eat sweets or, like, self-control is, like, I'm not going to hit my wife today, right? Or, I'm like, I'm not going to beat my child. Well, maybe I'll beat my child, but I'll think <laughs> about it before I do it. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm just making jokes. Um, <laughs> I still beat them regardless. But uh, anyways, um, you know, you just – you have all these choices in, in your day or whatever, and it just – they all become easier and they all make sense. It just comes together. Yeah, like a puzzle. You know what yeah. I mean? It's the missing piece of the puzzle. And that's what happens. It's like when you throw the puzzle out of the box and it's all over the fucking place. But that's what it's meant to be. And then that's when you start working and start figuring out, okay, cool. You know, piece by piece, you mm -hmm. know, frame by frame by frame. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden you start figuring it out and shit just keeps on coming and going into where it needs to go. Yeah. And, which is dope. It's you know? beautiful. Hell yeah, yeah. dog. And like you say, too, you've done meditation and you've been doing a lot of meditation. Um, I meditate. I ain't going to lie. When I after the gym, when I go into the steam room, those 15 minutes, I'm meditating. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, you know what? There's people in here. I can care less. I put on my music, my uh, Indian flute music or the Japanese uh, guitar Fuck or out. just the sounds of nature. Mm -hmm. For 15 minutes, uh, I call baby D and I tell her, hey call me 15 minutes and dude i'm lost yeah and i just think about it you know this is how hot it's gonna be when i'm at work tomorrow yeah. this is how hot <laughs> it is yeah. and that's my meditation to get through the day and without that meditation because now i'm so fucking used to it mm -hmm. it's just like dude meditation fucking works it calms your mind down too yeah uh, and you get out and one. you're so relaxed mm -hmm. you know what i mean you're like damn that was crazy because yeah. those 15 minutes they just flew by. And that's that's the point of the meditation is to find this. So the cool thing about meditation is there are actually different levels that you can get into uh, in kind of like in your depths of your meditation, if you will. Um, but the end goal or one of them essentially is to be able to find a place that is outside of you. Right. So you you look in where when you close your eyes and you meditate and, you know, you, you sit and cross your legs and shit or whatever, and you close your eyes and you start to, you got in your nose, out your mouth, right? And your breath is going to start to control your vibration, right? So kind of like when you go to sleep, your brain waves start to slow down when you start to fall asleep and you start to go and you, you get ready to start adventuring. If, you, if you're if you a lucid dreamer like I am, I go on adventures every fucking night. It's tight. It's yeah. because I know how to dream. <laughs> oh, for I sure. know that I'm dreaming and it's like, I'm, I'm going to fucking be Superman Enjoy today. <laughs> I'm going to be Wolverine and Goku in the same night. Like, it's tight. <laughs> um, but you... You want to find this place where you can, it's, it's almost like you're, if you've ever seen Happy Gilmore, it's your happy place. Right? Oh, yeah. But it's, it's, it's internally that you you can almost, almost kind of 
pull yourself back and see yourself from a third person where you can see yourself fucking meditating. And it's this place where you're almost, it's almost borderline etheric, like ethereal, kind of like euphoric feeling, but you're, you're just kind of away from yourself. And that is like where you can go and just be like, this is where I know I'm a hundred percent safe. Oh yeah. From everything and anything. You know and it's I mean? fucking awesome because yeah. you're just you. Then you you're can lost. astral project. They say essentially, if you can get to that point, then you can start moving your ass to other points in the oh, that'd be crazy. world and shit. Yeah. That'd I mean, they've got, <laughs> they've got military projects about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Astro projecting's been around for a hot minute. There's oh, dudes yeah. that say they can fucking do it. That's crazy, yeah. dog. That's pretty dope. Though. I can, like dudes who have said they found like top secret documents to shit and like lost people on from like a plane crash or somebody in a fucking forest and shit like that. Yeah. They've they've been able to use it for good. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. That's dope though. And I that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I brought Seth man uh onto the show because he's deep into a lot of this stuff too as well. And uh it's fucking awesome just listening to him and uh it's cool because you guys got to understand we all have a story to tell and this is his story. And, um, I've always been intrigued ever since I met the dude, man has always been cool motherfucker with me and Hell we've yeah. been cool. And ever You're since the first then, you know I met, dude? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's been a great relationship and I appreciate that kid. You know what I mean? Oh, it's hello. hard to find good people. You know what I mean? And he's always telling me the same thing, you know, uh, make, make that circle, make that peace with you, you know, with yourself, you know, find, find your way, find what brings you your happiness and mm -hmm. everything. And, uh, I, I owe a lot to you, bro. So that's pretty dope. Well, like, so I, I take your compliments kindly. Thank you very much. But keep in mind that like energies attract. Right. So if you're giving me all of these fucking compliments and shit, it's only because these same traits exist within you. Yeah. Right. So you, it's it's you like people who are like you and the people that you don't like. There's a good chance you don't like them because you see something in them that you see in yourself and now you don't like them. Yeah. So you got to reflect when you fucking when you're like, I hate this dude <laughs> right now. Granted, if he's just like a cuck. Right. Yeah. And, you know, he's just a son of a bitch. That's what it is. But if you're like, I don't really like this dude because of this and another thing, just take a take a minute to reflect. Yeah. You know, because sure. you I you have you have to fucking put yourself in each person's shoes yeah. the moment you meet them. You have to treat them and love them the same way that you love yourself because that's the only way that we're going to try to – and I, I know it's hard, right, because everybody is this, that, and another thing or whatever. So it's hard. I said, how do I, how do I fucking be, love everybody? Well, just, just know, <laughs> you know, love yourself first there you and go. just be kind to everybody. Right. And your vibration and your love, once you raise that shit enough, people – it's just infectious. People will get it. You know, you just have to kill them with kindness regardless. Just oh, and, and it kills everybody, bro. And they don't know how to react once they know that, fuck, he was just being cool. Yeah. They're like, fuck. But the cool thing is, is even if you stay positive, that could change their tone, right? They, they, could, be, they could be being shitty to you because they were having a bad day, and then you were super cool to them, even though they know that they were being shitty to you because they're in a bad mood. And they're like, you know what, man? Because I've had people do that. Just be like, dude, I'm sorry. Like, I, I've, I've been in shitty, you know, I, this and another thing. I didn't mean to come off as a dick. And it's like, dude, it's cool. I don't I don't mind. I get it. Everybody has, like you said, everybody has their own story going on. Yeah. We are all first person of our own fucking narrative here on the planet. And so you have no idea what's going on in people's heads. You have no idea what's going on in their lives. But the least thing you could do is be cool with them as fucks. So that way, you know, whatever's going on in their life, if you can make them laugh or make them smile, just take those few moments out of their day to make it better, man. That's why I did stand up for a little bit. Yeah, talk about that for laugh. a little bit, Dai. Um, I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't done it sober yet, honestly. Um, but my mom did it first. Yeah. And, you know, just I'm sure just like you, class clown, yeah. right? You know what I mean? I just, I always made people laugh. Me and my daughter were going through some of my old drawings and like things that I wrote when I was like in preschool and shit. 
And I wrote when I was like five years old, it said, if I could be any animal, I would be a gorilla and I would be a comedian gorilla and I would make all the other animals in the jungle laugh. Right. I wrote that shit when I was fucking five. Damn. Right. So I already knew when I was little that I wanted to make people laugh like yeah. that was already inside me. And then when I got older um, and I was making people laugh and it was whatever it was. But then you get a little bit older and then you get into drinking and doing drugs and then you start to hate yourself. <laughs> you get addicted to making people laugh because that's the only way you can feel happy. Right? <laughs> I need you to laugh. I need you to fucking like confirm that I'm a, a good guy. Right. Nice Please guy. me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like yeah, I get high off of your laughter. Uh, right. So that's what I want to do is I want to uh, my mom is doing it and she's like, it's fucking cool. But it's kind of in Ari in Arizona. From what I've heard in the comedy scene, and don't quote me because I don't know this for sure because I haven't experienced it firsthand, but these are stories that I've heard is if you are a house comedian at one comedy's place, there's a possibility you might not be able to be like a comedian or even play at that other place. Wow. Um, and you would think it would be the opposite because they want everybody making people laugh. Of course. Um, and then, I don't know, but I, I did it for a little bit. Um, I did it in Chandler mostly at this place called Improv Mania. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I... What I learned from it is this. I am a lot funnier when we're hanging out. <laughs> but, like, I write down jokes. Yeah. And I write down a bunch of one-liners. And most of them are offensive because that makes me laugh. Yeah. And I that's comedy, though. It, it, it is. But <laughs> <laughs> you also have to know your audience. Of course. <laughs> but, again, I, I say whatever the fuck I want regardless. You I, have I, to, I, though. Yeah. And so I would do go up there. And if I was honestly doing it for the laughs, I wasn't. I wasn't achieving my goal. Yeah. I was just going up there and I did stand up and I had a couple laughs, but I've had room laughs of like a lot of people just like standing up and saying something funny, right? I didn't I wasn't getting that experience like the other comedians were, but because I was so fucking confident when I was up there, people were like, dude, you did fucking awesome. <laughs> and I was like, No, I, I, I pissed off the cougars in the front row. <laughs> I offended these chicks over here right. and those people left. So I'm pretty sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it is whatever it is, but it's a blast. I, I promote anybody to do it at least once. You know, it is addicting. Yeah. Uh, once I started doing it, I was there every Thursday just doing it. Um, I started the reg I don't know the regulars are cool, but I don't they don't really get my jive too much because yeah. I'm kind of out there. Yeah. Um. But again, being out there is what gets you out there. But that's your material. Yeah. You know. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hell yeah. And that's like a, as a musician too, as a recording artist too, as well. Hey, this is my style. This is the way I am. Yeah. So fuck you. Mm -hmm. I don't need to be like these guys are now. Like this was my style back then. This is who I am, and this is what I'm going to present to you. And at my show, hey, this is what I'm going to put down. Yeah, you know. But the thing that I noticed though is like all my friends would be like, "Dude, I want to come see you play," yeah. and it's just like, I'm funnier with during this conversation that we're having right now. I'm gonna make <laughs> you laugh a lot more. Yeah. And you now you already have this like predetermined you know understanding that I am funny, right? Yeah. So there's a good chance that if you come and see me play and I tell the jokes that I know really, I mean the the last couple are they're they're all clever yeah. if you will, um, but they're they don't get much laughs, yeah. right? So maybe because. My friends that know my humor, they would laugh. Or maybe it would just be like, he's on stage and I have to fucking laugh. Right. right? So I don't know. So stop being fake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but they're my friends, so they're being supportive. Of course. But I never I never invited any. Nobody ever comes to me play. I never told people when I'd go play just because I'm still starting out. I don't really know. Do I want to tell stories? Do I want to keep doing one-liners? A part of me just wants to start going on tangents. I think that's kind of what I might start doing is just That'd fuck, be pretty dope. Just a tangent. You yeah. know what I mean? Just like, hey. This is what the fuck my brain said today. You know what I mean? Just, I don't know. <laughs> I, I haven't done it yet though, sober, and I and I want to. I just haven't. Fucking COVID is what killed it. I was doing I was doing awesome until COVID came. 
And then it's just like no more comedy, bro. Just like everybody else, right? Yeah. Everybody got hit with that COVID. I well, mean, it's still out there, but at the same time, hey, we're doing something now, though. You know what I mean? We're making uh, everything work. I'm just hoping everybody realized it was bullshit. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that everybody's coming to the point where like, remember how fucking that shit affected our lives? Right. So fucking insane it affected our lives. Everybody's life came to a halt. People this, people that, another thing, cities, fucking businesses, whole countries coming and everything, right? It was this fucking chaos. And now it's like it never even happened. Right. right? Like now here we are today, you know, what the fuck is it? about to be August, you know, 2023. And it's just like, fuck, what, what the hell was COVID? I want to punch people. <laughs> why are you wearing a fucking mask, dude? Come on, stop. No doubt, huh? Sorry. Like, what, 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 why are you wearing a mask? There's some of you guys that are walking around like if it's like... Because it became their identity. And people <laughs> people like to hide behind the masks. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it is. I mean, handkerchiefs, when those were allowed, everybody was rocking those because you look cool as fuck. You know what I mean? You almost feel like you're going to go, I'm not, I was going to steal someone else's joke. I'm not going to do it. I don't, mem- I don't remember who wrote it. I don't remember who wrote it, so I'm not going to use it. <laughs> if I can remember, I'll say it. But uh, fuck, who was it? Neil Brennan? Maybe it was Neil Brennan. He's like, I feel like every time I go into a store, it's like, all right, everybody mask up. Like, we're going to go rob the place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I butchered that joke, but that's the gist of it. And I was like, dude, that's exactly what it feels like. That's crazy. <laughs> everybody fucking mask up. Yeah. That's dope, though, bro. So comedy... Uh, what do you think about comedy, though? Like, do you think that now it's gone down a little bit, or is I it picking this, back up? I had a, I had the same argument with somebody um, who has strongly different mm, political beliefs than I, and I don't really give a fuck about politics in general, but yeah. just based off of what he was saying, it's like, did it, I don't know if I can believe this, right? Yeah. Just, just the logic behind what he was saying. But um, I told him that comedy was has directly been affected by cancel culture, uh-huh. and he's like, cancel culture is not real. And I'm like, if it's not fucking real, why, why is there a term for it? And why are people getting fucking canceled and losing their jobs for shit that they said and did back in the day? Yeah. That's fucking real. There's there's experiences that people have had based off of this term, if you will. And uh, can you go ahead and explain that for our listeners that just might not know what oh, that cancel is? Cancel culture is just like, um, let's say you're a comedian and you said something fucked up on a tweet a couple years back. Someone pulls it up and now you're getting canceled. Um, it was also right around that whole Me Too thing. Now, I do, you know, the Me Too thing is real, right? So I'm super not fucking saying that's fake. But the whole idea or concept behind ruining fucking people's lives based off of something that they said in the past is bullshit. Oh, for right? sure. You all got to let it go. It's in the past. You can't change the fucking past. Right. The, you can't use my past to define who I am today. Exactly. And you can't use who I am today to define who the fuck I'm going to be tomorrow. Exactly. Right? Tomorrow's so people, a different day. Yeah, let it the fuck go. Right. right? So, anyways, I was having this conversation, and I, I truly believe that some comics might have felt the need to keep their mm, careers going by maybe not saying some of the more offensive material. I think it, it might have potentially helped. And I know there's some comics there that are like, fuck all that, right? But I bet there'd be willing to bet there's some people who might have been like, I got to <laughs> give this to somebody else. You know what I mean? Or maybe they just flew low. Like oh maybe wow. they're just like, I don't want to be up on stage because who knows? Cause the, the, and the thing about some of the, the shit that did come out, some of it was false, right? Some people yeah. said this and another thing, and the person came out like, that's, that's fucking fake, right? So, yeah. But people use it as an excuse to... To fucking ruin someone's life, man. Which is fucking that's bullshit. That's their livelihood, dog. Exactly. Like, you know, they got they're kids, too. They're a person just like you. Yep. They're a person just because whatever happened to you disgruntled you and fucked you up so much. So this is a concept that I came up with in my comedy. Is the way I look at it is if I tell you a joke, you have two options. You can laugh at that joke or you can not laugh at that joke, mm-hmm. right? Now you have another two options after that. 
do you go and tell that joke that made you laugh to somebody else that might make them laugh and you allow the laughter and the happiness to spread and ripple through time yeah. right that's how i always did it was like it was to me it's like a, a ripple through time of laughter right yeah. keep the joke alive of course almost like um dia de la muerte like i don't i don't want one of my jokes to ever never be said again yeah right you know like one of those keep it alive yeah. or you could be a twat and you could fucking take what I said and you can go tell other people and now allow the ripple of unhappiness to also flow through time. <laughs> so do you want to be a happiness ripple or do you want to be a negative ripple? Right. You get to take your choice. Yeah. Regardless, I'm still going to say what the fuck I want to say. Of course. But this you have to apply to every single person. Yeah. You, you just people just need to stop being so sensitive, dog. Right. Like, we're all humans. And don't get me wrong. Words do. So I've, I was under the impression that words didn't have power, but they do have power as long as you have meaning behind them. If I intentionally try to hurt your feelings, I'm going to hurt your feelings. If I say something that's a joke or I say something in satire, I'm not saying it intentionally to hurt your feelings. I'm saying it because it's funny to me. Right. So since I'm not saying it directly to you to hurt your feelings directly, you shouldn't take offense to it. Uh, not at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I didn't say it directly, but we're all so fucking self-absorbed. That person said something that hurt my feelings. And now I need to make sure other people know. And now their feelings are hurt too. Like it's just bullshit. It's real though. Right? Yeah. Yeah, Most definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's crazy though, because it's comedy. So you guys need to expect that. Like remember Def Jam? I mean, people would be shitted on all the time. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. they weren't offended. But people now, like we talked about earlier, too, um, times change. People change. But it's comedy. It's still comedy. You yeah. know what I mean? You got to be open to that. You, If you're sitting in the fucking front row, you're going to be fucking talked about. You made a choice. Yeah. <laughs> I've been talked about every single time I sat in the front row. Kevin Nealon fucking ripped on me, and it was amazing. Because I had braces at the time. He just started <laughs> ripping on adults of braces, dude. <laughs> and I was like, I knew this was going to happen. But you're 100% right. You paid the money to get up front, right? Now, granted, yeah. you like the person. But if you've never seen a comedy show, you're probably in for a surprise. They're going to talk about you or oh. talk to you. And, and don't wear something stupid either. And don't act a fool because they're going to treat you like one. Also, you go to a comedy show to laugh. <laughs> it's called a comedy <laughs> show. Like, you can't take any anything seriously yeah, once no the definitely. word comedy comes into play you're you know, fucked yeah <laughs> <laughs> it, it's almost null and void and like i'm one of those type of people that will say offensive things about awful things that happen like let's say i think gilbert godfrey got in a lot of trouble for it like he was on some kind of show or something and he shit aladdin uh <laughs> yeah uh iago yeah <laughs> uh, and he said some joke i think about a bunch of people dying in a flood or something that happened and the whole audience just shut the fuck down That's but because gilbert godfrey is a god king when it comes to comedy of course or i i believe he passed so i think rest in peace gilbert but um, he just kept going yeah. and he just kept hugging that, that stand and just doing those squinty ass eyes and just keep <laughs> making it worse and worse and worse. And I'm that kind of guy because that's how we deal with tragedy, right? You have to find the beauty in everything, even if it's something God awful. Oh, of course. You know what I mean? And yeah. so that's what laughter does yeah. is laughter. That's why I love it so much and crying and stuff like that. But it's one of those things that your human body reacts to mm -hmm. and it changes your th thought process. Just, just like, like music. That. Yeah. yeah. But just, just, just an instant it makes you smile it yeah. makes your eyes squint it makes you laugh you see it's right it causes a <laughs> physical fucking reaction to your body oh yeah that's amazing of course right so that's that's why i fucking forgot where this tangent was going damn <laughs> <I'm all> <laughs> <laughs> love uh, it but yeah you, and so what i'm saying is like i will you have to find that beauty so if someone says a joke about something that's fucked up you have to just be like that's messed up but thank you for trying to make the the situation lighter oh yeah you know what i mean and you still loosen up a little bit you know what i mean yeah and uh, right now, you just mentioned uh, rest in peace to uh, Godfrey and uh, 
today we lost another person too as well. We lost Pee Wee Herman. Herman. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, Pee Wee Herman to me, I gotta say, man, he, he was a classic. Pee Wee Herman's playhouse. We gotta be respectful. We gotta find his real name. Oh, I, I, I'll Google it real quick, just because he is a real dude. And you know what, man? We gotta give it up to him because he was in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, dude, he took a lot of Pee-wee's kids. Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah, he only had good intentions. And he had a cowboy on his show. <laughs> And a talking fucking toilet. <laughs> Paul Rubin. Paul Rubin. Yeah. yeah, man. Big shout out to Paul Rubin. Okay. I mean, if you guys don't know too as well, he came out on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He was the Dracula's uh, ghoul, as you can say, with the one arm where he died like once and then came back at the end of the movie just to kick the wall a couple of times. But uh, he had a couple of good movies die. Um, I l- one of the movies that he was in is one of my most favorite movies, and I'm not ashamed to say it, even though I'm on a fucking mo- like a movie podcast, and I'd get shut on for saying this, but uh, he did a movie. I'm trying to find it right now. Uh, it's called Dunstan Checks In. Oh yeah, with the monkey, with the fucking orangutan. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and he hunts the monkey. Oh yeah. <laughs> he was a Jumanji guy, dog. <laughs> <laughs> he straight up was, dude. Um, and I'm trying to figure out what year that shit came out. And oh, that had been early '90s, bro. Because uh, that's why I, I watched that shit. Dunstan see. checked in. Um, he's been on Robot Chicken. That's cool. Uh, Portlandia, uh, Phineas and Ferb, Star Wars Rebels. He was on. Um. Where is it? I guess I could have just Googled it straight up, but I kind of wanted to shout out some of his some of his IMDb just to kind of, you know, honor him. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, he was born August 27th, 1952 in Peekskill, New York. Um, let's see here. The Tom and Jerry Show, The Connors, DC Legends of Tomorrow. I didn't realize how much cartoons he did, um, but I know that there was like, you know, whatever. So Minecraft... Of uh, course, he was he's always going to be known for that one scene. Yeah, but yeah, whatever. But people can't let you know. I have to. He was on American Dad, um, Pee Wee's Big Holiday. He did a bunch of films. Um, damn, I really do want to see what the fuck you're dancing because I remember being a little kid watching that. Oh, yeah, like you sure. said, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, right here, 1992. Oh, yeah. Yep. Fuck yeah. Batman Returns. I don't remember him in that. But oh, me neither. He must have been one of the veins. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Uh, he was the Penguin. Oh, no, wow. I'm kidding. <laughs> that was Danny DeVito. <laughs> Uh, WWE Raw. Oh yeah, he came out. On, he came out on that. I remember. Oh man, he and he came out dressed as Pee Wee too. <laughs> Fuck yeah, <laughs> Chowder, which is a cartoon I love. Adventure Time, I love that. Adventure Time gets pretty deep if you give it a chance, or just smoke a lot of weed. One of the two. I'll take option number two. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Reno Nine One One. That's amazing. That's worth a watch. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. What? Uh, he was on Blow. Oh, he was on oh, Blow. Oh, you know, he was the drug dealer, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember yeah. that. <laughs> That's right. That's funny. Um, oh, big shout outs, dude. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. He came out on some pretty big ass movies. Yeah, he was a good. And you know what? He wanted to make people laugh. You and know, he did. Yeah, he, he really did. Uh, Dunson checks in. I just pulled up right as I scrolled. Uh, 1996. See, yeah, I told okay, you. Okay, yeah. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, shout out to him. He was a dope ass dude. He did his thing. He lived his life, you know, and he just wanted to make people happy. And he started off by the best way, I think, to kind of eat your own shit is to be humiliating, humiliate yourself. Yeah. And, and he like, did. That character, yeah. absolutely humiliating, right? <laughs> but it made him who he was. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, it blew him up and he got money. 
Um, but you know, you got to do it. Oh, of course. Be you, even oh, yeah. if it's weird, it's wonky, whatever, not like mm, dangerous or like, you know, harmful another way, but you know, be yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. So, uh, as long as it doesn't oppose other fucking people. Yeah. And the shitty part uh, about it is we lost him to cancer. So fuck cancer. We all have our issues with cancer and, um, you know, I'm not a fan of it either. So it, it affects everybody in a, in a bad way. So, you know, but, well, uh, other than that, man, you know, it's great that uh, we brought out Pee Wee Herman because the movie pit, I mean, you guys, 40 sessions in already. Um, how did it all start, dog? Like, what, what what made you guys say, you know, hey, let's watch some movies. Let's critique it. Let's do a podcast about it. Let's make it happen. Um, and in all honesty, I, I became a fan, and then now I became uh, a student of it, too, as well. And a, uh, You're just a co-podcaster, A co-podcaster, yeah, you know what I mean? So it's pretty you cool. got one, I got one. Now we're <laughs> in the same realm. Um <laughs> That's a good question. So uh, I had kind of been dying for something new to do. Um, I was playing disc golf real heavy for a while, but that was pissing me off. And I didn't want to do that anymore. And I wasn't really doing comedy. I always try to play music. With, uh, I'm a musician. So, I, I, you know, I've got musicians you, or I got instruments. You come to my house, we're going to fucking jam. I was working on an app and shit for music for a minute. That kind of died out because, you know, whatever. Um, and then I started a part time job working at DJ Smoke Shop up on Gilbert and Broadway here. It's in Mesa, Arizona. And I met this dude named Ryan. He's like real, real stoic, real quiet, you know, real kind of just cryptic. He, he's got a lot of knowledge, but like smart people are usually sometimes quiet. So uh, he starts telling me that he wants to do this podcast. He had that, well, he had a podcast, but it was just him. And so it was stupid. He showed me all these videos on YouTube. So now the story behind Ryan is him and I both went to Christ the King, which is a Catholic school in Mesa, at the same fucking time. We had no idea, yeah, right? So he was there when I was there. Um, I even pulled up my yearbooks, and I sent him pictures. Like, dude, this is fucking <laughs> us when we were little kids. Um, you guys in the same class? Uh, no, he was in eighth grade, and I was in seventh grade. Okay. Um, so... Uh, so that instantly kind of made us bond. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, he's got a Halloween tattoo on his forearm. So obviously he loves horror films and stuff. So that started a conversation and, uh, he went to film school. He graduated. Uh, I don't remember. It's like Vega come to Lauda or some shit. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's like a high pristine, like Academy? level of graduation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, it's that's just, pretty dope. Yeah. It's almost like graduating with honors. Okay. That's cool. kind of what it is, but like super honors. Awesome. Um, so he, he knows his shit yeah. and he's been watching movies since the dawn of fucking time. So he's like, well, you want to do a, you know, if he's like, you want to do a podcast? And I was like, okay. So just like you did then literally the next day I went to fucking guitar center. <laughs> I bought, uh, you know, I bought an interface. I bought all the, mi well, I bought a couple mics uh, that were just kind of whatever to get us started. And then him and I did. 30 minutes of Hellraiser. Awesome. Um, well, 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 it was, we did Hellraiser, but it was only a 30 minute episode. Yeah. Cause our episodes can get pretty long. Yeah. Usually about two hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then that just kind of, I was nervous at first and I was like, okay, do I want to watch the movies beforehand? Uh, so that way I'm more knowledgeable. And what we discovered is me being stupid about the films is a lot better because now I have that point of view of, you know, people who haven't seen it. Of course. So I hate to admit it. Like, I've seen a lot of movies, but mostly indie and, like, um, drama films. He likes a lot of horror films. And I love horror films, but just I've never seen any of the originals. Yeah. I just never did it. Yeah. So we started doing Halloween, fucking Texas Chainsaw. Um, <laughs> for those who know what it is, we did Serbian film. Um, <laughs> we did, you know, it just kind of started going. And we were just like, this is fucking fun. I was like, all right, well, I bought an a six track fucking thing. So let's use all six track. Well, it's eight, but we can have six people on it. So I bought more mics. I turned my 
old spare bedroom into a podcast room, you know, just like you did here. You got the lights and stuff. You know what I mean? You made it you. Yeah. And it's transformed in this. It's comfortable. We all get good seats. And we just fucking talk about movies and awful tangents. Um, <laughs> and have a good fucking time. Yeah, dude. It's a blast. Oh, yeah. um, it's been a little on hiatus right now. Just We're just trying to organize some things and get some shit figured out. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we should be back on the mics here pretty soon. Hopefully... Maybe a month or so. Yeah. yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. But, you know, we're, we're, we're writing. Oh. Um, Ryan r- sent me five scripts uh-huh. for movies. Nice. Um, I, I read two of them. The premise is we can work with it. So I told him, let's let's make a short film. I hit up my dad and I was like, hey, can we make a horror film at your house? Because he's in the middle of nowhere yeah. and his house is pretty tight. Oh, I'm in. Um, so <laughs> he's like, um, okay. He's like, what do you need me to do? And I was like, you already did it. You bought the house. <laughs> I was like, so just let us do you it. You already got the credit. Uh-huh. And uh, Ryan's cousin's got a dope-ass camera. I know Ryan knows what he's doing. You know, check his IMDb, uh, Ryan Marcus Johnson. Um, so he his shit is fun. You know, he did horror films, did them himself. And uh, I want to do more, you know. Shit, that that yeah. sounds fucking crazy. Because uh, one thing that I that I picked up on what you said right now too, besides everything else, but write things down. Um, I remember when I was gonna start the podcast too as well. You said write things down, Chris. Write write it down. That way you know what you want, what you want to get out of it. And ever since then, I've been writing all the scripts. I've been doing my homework on people, but just by writing stuff down. Yeah. Because it's sticking. And the more you write, the better you get at writing. Mm -hmm. So it starts changing your persona. It starts changing the way you do your podcast, too, as well. The way you interview people or have that conversation with people. And it's just like, oh, shit, we just went from there to there to there to there. You know, it's never boring. And there's also something different about, like, for example, if you were to type it up on your computer or whatever, when you use your hand and you use ink and you can smell the paper and the pen and all that shit, that's an experience, right? So as you're writing all this shit down, you're remembering it because you're thinking it, right? And I feel like it helps you get a little more um, engulfed into, you know, the podcast because you're the one that's doing it. You're writing it, writing it, you know, maybe you're typing or whatever. But, like, when you just get – it's yours. Oh, yeah. It's your baby. Like, and and you – there's just it's almost like when you're writing lyrics for your next song or whatever oh, yeah. you know what i mean that's that's something that helps you remember the lyrics because you're reading it you're writing it now you're rapping it yep you know and i mean that's a whole thing oh yeah i feel like sure. we've lost touch with some of that shit because we text everything now. oh yeah or on the phone yeah you know but another thing too is uh you guys want to do a horror movie and um a lot of people have told me to be hush hush about uh the next thing that i want to do uh i want to do a comedy I want to make a fucking comedy movie. I don't want to tell you guys what it's all about, but it I want to make a comedy movie. I will totally help you. And it has it. to do with the certain work situation that some people oh, are currently okay, in. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay, I know we could do this. Yo, uh-huh. and the characters, everybody there is a fucking character, mm-hmm. so it's not hard to build your cast you already. Know, that's a good point. I haven't really seen a comedy based off of. No, you have not. You have not. And dude, I, it would fucking hit because you, everybody has stories. Yeah. And I have already done my homework and I've already talked to retired people, people that are working, mm-hmm. people that are new, and everybody has a story to tell and they are willing to tell you the fucked up so, shit. So, and I, I know I don't want to divulge too much to the audience, <laughs> right? But I, I do kind of want to, do you want to, 
because I'm already brainstorming. I'm already thinking of shit. But it's because you, you're <laughs> there. That's why. <laughs> uh, do you want to do it kind of like, did you ever watch The Office or yeah. Parks and Recs? Do you want to uh -huh. kind of do it where like it pulls people aside and you see like a one-on-one -on -one and like they're interviewing, like they know that the camera crew is there? Yeah. Or do you want it to be more like Seinfeld where like there's a camera crew and they're just like interacting and like you don't know that the camera crew You know what? I've never done anything okay. like this. So oh, cool. I think anything would be fucking work. I think that the Office version of that yeah. would be fucking perfect. Oh, dog. And like I said, bro, I oh know we God. got a hit on our hands. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pumped now. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said, I, I have a cousin that works out in Hollywood. I've already pitched it to him, mentioned it to him. You know, uh, he hasn't gotten back to me. Mm -hmm. uh, I got a friend out in uh, Ashford, uh, Arizona. Okay. He's an actor, does stuff. Tight. He writes too. Hasn't gotten back to me. Mm -hmm. So what am I doing wrong? I may be asking the wrong people. I may have found the right person. But somebody's bound to pick it up. And once we pick it up and run with it, I think we got something. Dude, Netflix is taking everything right now. <laughs> just so you know, legitimately. Uh, Mexicans too? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think there's a Netflix in Espanol. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's up, fool? <laughs> it's a Netflix. It's a Netflix. <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you already know it, that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like you said, man, that, that's fucking dope. And like, I, I think I got a hit on my hand too as well. Just sitting down with the right creative person in the I'm right down. mind. Oh, I, helped, I helped write a cartoon with a buddy of mine that we're still technically working on. Yeah. Um, it, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, we tell everybody. It's called You Mean the Devil Makes Three. Yeah. It's pretty much about these two dudes. One dude is named Dude. The other dude is named Guy or Bro. <laughs> and Dude and Bro meet Satan. And Satan yeah. fucking teaches them and takes them through all the different levels of hell and shit. And then you get to learn, like, why Satan's here. And essentially what we try to portray in the, in the cartoon is every single person who's been portrayed as a bad person, um, like Brutus or because um, he killed Caesar or whatever, or like uh, the... Uh, it's been so long since I've helped write it. But anyways, it pretty much take every Hitler, um, Stalin, Faust, um, pretty much anybody who's been this like iconic, like evil person. Well, those evil people had to be evil so that way the good could come. Wow. And, and so those people are still people regardless. Right. And so they still have their own story to tell. And so throughout the, the cartoon, we tell the stories of these fucking people and why they're in hell and like why they came to be and why what they were needed to happen. So the good could happen. Right. And it, it's it's actually pretty dope. We, we were trying to get it on an adult swim because I guess once a year, some Damn. chick comes to fucking Arizona and you have the ability to pitch her your show. Wow, that's you, cool. So I learned how to make a show. Uh -huh. um, we have to make a Bible. Okay. Um, we also have to make like, if we could write out a full two seasons worth of shit. Oh, I'm down. I mean, we that's you have to do that. If we're going to pitch it for real, real yeah. we have to be professional as fuck about it. Oh, and I'm cool with so that. So I'll send you the videos that I watched to learn how to do it. Uh -huh. This old lady talks about the Bible, and it's super tight, and she's just like, this is what the fuck you have to have if you want to be for real. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we could do this. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and, and <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, bro, I, I think we got something good on I our I also hands. have a homie who lives in Salt Lake doing the same thing we do, yeah. and I can maybe see if he had some Im input to feed in. Most definitely. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. The more the merrier, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And like I said, I'm still trying to reach out to my two good buddies and my family member and just, hey, man, if you guys have any suggestions or anything, mm -hmm. throw them out our way. Straight up. You know, we're cherry in the industry, yeah. you know? <laughs> so fucking pop it, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mind. Fuck yeah. it, you know, get me loose. Yeah, I'm a cat in heat. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man. So, uh, shit, bro, that's fucking dope. If we can get that, you know, we got something good going. Uh, besides all the podcasts that we got going on, mm -hmm. too, as well, you know. Uh, big shout out to everybody listening, man. Hits off the streets at Profit Streets, hanging out with the homeboy Seth, man. Word. Yeah, man, doing big things, doing a lot of uh, positive things, too, as well, you know. Uh, 
I don't know what to tell you guys, but just go out and do it. You know, if you have to look into a different direction, don't be afraid going down that alley, you know, make, make, sh make, make, just go do it. You know, I don't know how to say, but just go. It is a lot easier to make, uh, to make excuses. So the way that I look at it is the pain of doing it is so much less than the pain of not doing it. Like a regret. Pretty, it's it's yeah, pretty much. It's like procrastination in a sense, right? Yeah. Like why why do something tomorrow that I could do it right the fuck now, and yeah. now I can get back to whatever the hell I wanted to do originally, <laughs> right? That's the way I look at it. Yeah, you know, for work sure. now, play later. Oh yeah. So and 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 I'm not even saying work. Like and maybe the work is. Maybe the work is reaching out, you know, to somebody or maybe putting that pen to the paper and writing, right? You know, it's 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 action. Oh right? yeah. Action speaks so much louder than word. Big time. You know what I mean? You have to do it. Because, like, with the manifestation thing and the, and the meditation, some people do believe that you can, if you raise your, ele your ele vibration high enough, you can attract things. So, like, for example, when I want to manifest things, and I've manifested my best friend, my wife, my sobriety, and um, I think the podcast, because I think I just wanted something new in my life. But what I do is you, you, I write it down, whatever the fuck I want. And then I, because now it's real to me. Like I've, I've taken my, my thoughts and I put them into ink and paper. Now it's real, real. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, cool. So I wrote it down. That's my goal. That's what I want to do. Then when I meditate, I picture myself. Like, let's say, for example, I wanted a, I, I actually, I want a Hummer, right? I want the original Hummer. Yeah. So if I wanted, and I haven't done this or tried the Hummer just because I'm not ready for it yet. But if <laughs> I wanted to manifest the Hummer, I would close my eyes and in my mind, I would picture every single disgusting little detail about that Hummer. The color of the interior, how many, you know, like the fucking, the tires, you know, the, the color. Uh, do I want the flatbed? Do I want this as a CD player? You know, uh, the, just picturing it, picturing me in it, picturing me in, in it in front of my house. Just picturing that fucking thing you want, right? And you just do that. You just, and this can be for work. This could be for school. This could be for your life. Let's say you want that promotion. You start thinking positively about that promotion and seeing yourself as that. And if you live your life like you always already have the fucking promotion in theory what they say is the universe is going to take care of the rest you just have to stay positive about it right so you raise your elevation or you, you raise your vibration you start being cool to people right because karma isn't the way that we created it here in america karma is actually what it means is life is what you make it and that is every fucking thing that you do um, everything that you do, life is what you make it. And, yeah, and so if I drink alcohol tonight and I'm hungover tomorrow, well, I've made my life that way. Yeah. So like if you're, if you do something bad now and there's a, a reaction later on, that's karma, right? In a way. So if you just don't do bad shit, you don't have to worry about bad fucking consequences possibly happening. And that's right. so fucking cool what you just said, dog, because, uh, baby D's, uh, quote of the day or, uh, thought of the day hits on everything that you just said so baby d is uh the co-host that's usually with us uh, unfortunately she couldn't be here with us tonight um but uh baby d says just as a candle cannot burn without fire man cannot live without a spiritual life amen yeah, exactly. Yeah, die. Yeah, she comes up with some shit, bro. No, that's tight as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a little Buddha. Yeah, no, most definitely. So, and that's the picture she sent—a little Buddha. Oh, see, yeah, straight up. Yeah. I, I mean, I've been studying Hinduism and I've been studying Buddhism lately, and that shit is just so next level. Because I mean, keep in mind, you heard it earlier. I told you I went to Catholic school. Yeah. Right. So 
when I was I, when I started in fifth grade, everybody was already baptized, everybody already confirmation, everybody was getting communion and shit. When we'd go to church on Wednesdays and Sundays, I just sat there like a bitch in the pew because I couldn't eat Jesus. I wasn't baptized. I didn't have a special little blessing so I could eat him. Right? That was God. I didn't. I didn't have that opportunity. Um, and then once I realized all that shit went down, and I was like, dude, I'm eating a man and I'm drinking his blood. That's cannibalism. That's kind of weird. But whatever. I'm not shitting on the religion. I'm just saying. At that time, as a fifth grader, I was like, dude, who am I as a fifth grader to say that the religion that they're going to teach me is like the monopoly? It is the end all be all. Right. And so at that age, I was like, dude, I can't I'll learn about it, but I'm not giving God this Christian God my heart, my soul. And I'm not going to praise him and shit because it's like, do you realize there's so many other beliefs out there? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like you don't believe in any of their gods and I just don't believe in one more. Right. That's exactly. the difference. I, I, I believe that in a way I'm kind of sounds and egotistical or whatever, but I am my own God because I create my own universe. I create exactly. my own reality. Yeah, right. Yeah. I I, I I don't praise a higher power because now I'm I'm that makes me weak. And when I pray to these other deities or these other gods for help, that makes me weak. I I have everything I need here on earth. You know what I mean? And everything else that I've, that is physical in this third dimension, I can vibrate to myself. Oh yeah, that's how it works. Yeah. You just vibrate shit to you, bro. Yeah, and that's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome, dog. Because I mean. The world, man. The world is changing. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Hella. The world is, uh, and I say it every day, like, we need to change with the world, you know, but the world, I think, is moving a lot faster than what we think it is, mm-hmm. you know? Like, back in the days, I think it was a little bit more calmer, more chill, yeah. and now it's just fucking fast-paced. Yeah, there's definitely, there's been some it's running sprints. toxicity been added to human culture. Which is even killing it even faster, I yeah. think, you know what I mean? I mean, I wrote this paper in school, it was called, Social Media is the Devil and We Are the Fleshy Sin Machines Using Them to s- Crucify Humanity. It was like this paper I wrote in English. I don't remember what class it was for, but it was she just wanted us to 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 rant about something about modern day culture. And mine was was fucking smartphones. Right. I'm an IT guy. I love my smartphone. I can't live without it. Right. But I do understand that it can be a tool as much as it can be a weapon in uh, every aspect. Right. So if you respect the tool as a tool and not as a weapon, you can get along with it very nicely. I don't use social media. My my daughter does not use social media, right? My wife doesn't use we are social media free, right? It's made the dynamic of the of our household 100% change. Oh, most definitely cuz right now that's the devil right now, bro. Mm-hmm. It <laughs> is. Know what it's straight up. <laughs> 100% is the devil. Yeah. Uh, cuz you, you now have access to anybody and everybody in seconds. And so do they. Uh-huh. And we don't know who they is, but we right. know who they is. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there is a they. There's a they in fucking everything. Uh, there's in science there's a they in a religion there's a they right. fucking government there's a they, but we we don't know who they are, but we're just like, well that's what they say and everybody's like, "Yup, that's what they fucking say." And so now we just have to go with it like whoever they are, fuck you. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> that's crazy, dog. It's been great, man. Uh, hanging out with you, always a pleasure. Always fucking chopping it up with you. You know, we got to do this again. Oh man, I love it. I I miss doing my own. Um, I kind of had butterflies in my stomach, so I was like, oh, I love this. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> when you told me today, it was like, hey, I, I can record. I was like, fuck yeah. yeah. And the funny part about it is, uh, like I told you earlier too, I was already writing your music already. You know, already planning to ask you today too. It'd be like, hey dude, uh, when do you think you can come over and. Uh, 
as soon as he walked in, I was like, hey, I can record today. Fuck yeah, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was. I had a mission because I was already on this side of town. Yeah. I mean, if I was over there, yeah. working over there, it's like, dude, I don't want to drive. You right. Know, I, I, so, and I'm sorry, I'm just being real with you. No, that's I'm cool. I'm not trying to be flaky. It's just like, it's just so much easier when we're already on this side yeah, of town. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, but it, I mean, you're at Arizona. It's going to take 15 minutes to get fucking anywhere anyways. <laughs> at least 15 minutes to 20. Because right. it's so big. Oh, yeah. And it's fucking hot. You don't <laughs> yeah. want to be driving. You the just want to. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I think so funny. Everybody's like, it's so hot. You knew it was hot coming in to the move. So what the fuck are you complaining about? Yeah. And so you bring up a good point. If you do decide to move to Arizona, do it at night. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I respect to those people that say, oh, we're going to move. And I was like, damn, that sucks. Yeah. It's like working in the fucking Dude, sun dog. <laughs> when you're the brown person in your friend group, you have to help everybody move. I have helped every single one of my motherfucking friends move. <laughs> and they helped me, too. So I was tight. Yeah, but still, it's just like, fuck, dude, yeah. we got to do this right now, mm-hmm. dog. Like, we can't wait till 7, 8. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I go work tomorrow. Well, I don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're fucking doing this. <laughs> For sure, dog. So, with that being said, dog, uh, Hits Off the Streets brought to you by Streets of Professor and Profe. We want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, we're bringing Seth back, most definitely. Hell yeah. Um, so um, I like to thank him for taking time out of his day to come kick it with us, kick that knowledge. You know what I mean? My pleasure. Uh, my man has a lot more to say, and I want to save it for a different show. You know what I mean? Uh, we have a very great communication, uh, great connection too, as well with e- with each other, and it's only growing. You know what I mean? And just knowing the fact that he knows now that I want to do a movie or a show yeah. just made things a little bit more interesting too, yeah that's you know? gonna make some shit happen at nighttime for sure oh or yeah you have to burn the candle <laughs> at both ends that's all oh hell yeah it's worth it you know what I oh mean? yeah most yeah. definitely mm-hmm. most definitely so this is the segment of the show where i want to hand over the show to seth and uh this is the show this is the segment called famous last words of a fool what's up fool <laughs> this is where he's gonna go and throw out his shout outs and get whatever he wants off of his chest and do his thing. So this is his show right now. Uh, so Seth, man, hit it. Uh, okay, let's see here. Uh, in regards to shit that I want to pu- promote or push, again, it's just uh, Movie Pit. Uh, it's moviepitpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to email a request or a question or you want to hit me up and have me on your shit or Ryan or something, or you, I'm down. Um, let's see here. We're on Podbean, uh, Spotify, uh if you search for us, I'll be honest, there might be some other ones on there. <laughs> uh, it's it's an older name, but other people, unfortunately, took it, too. So um, ours is the logo that shows a zombie face, and then it's got, like, Freddy Krueger on it, and I think it's got Jason um, or maybe Michael Myers. I don't, I don't look at it that much, but <laughs> Michael Myers. But, yeah, that's us. We're Movie Pit Podcast. Um, let's see here. The only other thing that I really want to say is, like, just – just love each other, man. Just just be out there and just be good to each other. You know, we, we're all in this together. Do not say today's going to suck. If you're at work and someone's being shitty, just be like, dude, no, it's all right. Today's going to be okay because every day is okay. As long as you're just doing you and being you and you're happy, just keep, just keep doing you. And if you're not happy, just think positive. Just tell yourself you're awesome. Just I'm, I'm a fucking awesome human being. I can do anything my heart desires. Just if people are shitting on you and telling you you suck or like you got bad parents or bad siblings or bad friends or you're in a shitty relationship, keep in mind that work and friends 
and school and all that shit is just a very small portion of your life, right? Your whole life is very vast and long and it possibilities are endless. So just utilize every minute you got and love the people that are around you. They might not be here tomorrow. You never fucking know. Like Chris said, shit is crazy right now. Love your people. Love yourself. Love yourself. Big time. Big time. Any shout outs you want to give out there, Doug? Um, shout out to my my guardian angels, uh, my, my, my daughter, Roxy, uh, she's been on the podcast again, too. So if you want to hear some of her insights, she's definitely got a lot to say about the films that she's never seen before. Um, shout out to my other guardian angel, my wife, Kristen. I couldn't be here without you. They, they protected me when I was being crazy. And, and that's that's I, I owe them my everything. So and that's dope, yeah. man. That's respect right there. You know, shout out to the family out there supporting uh, Seth and all the moves that he's making. Um, with that being said, I want to go ahead and uh, shout out all the people out there making a positive impact in everybody's lives and themselves and making the change. There's nothing wrong with change, guys. Uh, change is good. Change is good for all of us. You might lose a couple people here and there, but guess what? They weren't part of that movement and they weren't supposed to be part of that change with you. So just take that into consideration. You know, life is good, you know. Uh, make that change in order for you to make better decisions as well. We're all going to make those bad decisions. We all have made bad decisions uh, coming into our you lives. You have to. It's part of being human, man. Hey, you know, it's natural. Right. So you either learn from that decision or you don't. Make a choice. And that's it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So go out there, you know, explore, you know, see what works for you. Uh, like I said in my podcast before, it took me almost 43 years to realize, dude, it's time to get your shit together. You know, 43 yeah. years. That's half of my life right there. You know what I mean? But some people, it takes a little bit shorter. Some people, it takes longer. Morgan Freeman didn't start acting until I think he was in his 40s or 50s. And there you I go. Mean? And now look at him. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's not where you start. It's where you finish. Exactly. Right? So, age is just a number. Fuck all that, right? You know exactly. what I mean? You are here now. Fucking do it now. Right? Big yeah. shout out <laughs> to Morgan Freeman, man. <laughs> Big shout out. And I want to go ahead and shout out, you know, all the people that are making a difference in my life. The family, man. You know, without family, we ain't nothing. And uh, I always say it to myself, there's certain family members you got to weave out, but there's those certain family members that are always going to be there for you, that are going to stick up for you and ride the same fucking uh, surfboard and wave with you at the same time. And even if you do got to weed them out, still love them secretly. You know what I mean? Even if you can't do it to their face or they fucked you or whatever the case, they're still human. And, I, you know, they're, they, they can change, right? They could if they wanted to or whatever. Just... They're still your family. I it just hurt the, the family one is what hurts me the most is I just see people write off family. I've done it, you know. Yeah. My I watch my other people around me do it and it sucks. Yeah. Because you grow up with them, you know them. So most yeah. definitely love them a secret even if you hate them. <laughs> and at the same time, who knows? You might spark something in them. Yeah. You know. They, maybe they could feel that love and they'll change. Oh, for sure, mm -hmm. for sure. The universe, it's all connected, homie. Streets of Professor, El Profe, hits off the streets. Homeboy Seth in the building. What, what? That's right, man. We're calling it a wrap. Everybody have a good night. Catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.